Good morning and welcome to another edition of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. A very special bonus episode this week. We're not going to be talking 80s Wrestling. We're going to be talking about the recap from the 25th anniversary of ISPW last Friday night, followed by the following day's 90s Wrestling Con. It was a gigantic weekend here in New Jersey and uh, probably was in, in the 30 years I've been involved promoting events in the wrestling business, probably my biggest weekend ever. So I'm amped up. I'm ready to go. This is Tommy Fierro kicking in off. Usually it's Jeff and Jay. Uh, Jay, I believe, is on now. He had to reconnect. He was getting a bad signal on his end. So Jeff and Jay, are you back with us now? Okay, maybe he's still trying to connect. In the meantime, uh, I will talk. So, yes, last weekend – uh was a gigantic weekend in New Jersey for us. It all started Friday uh, where we did our 25th anniversary show in Total New Jersey at the Total PAL. It was a jammed, packed, hot, awesome audience, and uh, it was super cool, man. It, it was great to see so many guys that I used to use on my shows from back in the day mixing in and mingling with all the current ISW wrestlers on today's roster. And the show itself, man, was absolutely off the hook. Uh, I, I believe that they've been uploading matches from that show on our ISPW Wrestling YouTube page. So if you don't already uh, subscribe to it, please do so. It's ISPW Wrestling on uh, YouTube. And uh, some of the matches were already posted, I know. And then the following day was 90s Wrestling Con at the Rockaway Town Square Mall in Rockaway, New Jersey. Uh, Jump and Jay, are you back on the line yet? Jump and Jay is still not uh, on the line connecting with us. So I can't even, I don't even have the ability on my end to uh, switch over to, to take calls uh, because Jump and Jay is in the hot seat uh, over there. So I think he had some technical difficulties. I'll continue to uh, talk in the meantime, and Jump and Jay, if you're listening, uh, just feel free to jump on whenever uh, you come on. So, yeah, so last week was crazy busy. Going into 90s Wrestling Con, it, it, it was, I'll be honest with you, I was a little um, concerned about the logistics of it. Now, originally when we first supposed to have 90s Wrestling Con, it was supposed to be in one wing of the mall. Uh, and it wound up being that couldn't happen that way, and then half of the uh, convention would have to get in one side of the mall, and the other uh, part of the convention would have been, I would say, probably I was doing, I was doing uh, maybe 500, uh, no, maybe maybe a thousand feet away. So it was like if you go all the way down the. If you're, if you're at one part of the convention, you go down the hall, make a left, and all the way up to the other wing, and it was there. So it wasn't – it wasn't uh, – it was closer than I thought it was going to be originally, but uh, it was still logistically – it was still logistically challenging to me because I'm over here thinking, um, you know, it's going to be a cluster because, you know, I, I've never been a fan of a convention in two separate areas uh, of, of any room. So I actually went to a convention a couple months back. It was in a hotel, and it was in several different sections of the hotel. 
uh, different rooms, I mean, uh, only because the other rooms weren't in the, it wasn't one giant room. They had like three, three, you know, regular size rooms. I, I just never was, and not, nothing against them or anyone else that does it that way. I like everything confined into one big space where everyone is there. So uh, it went a lot better than I thought as far as logistics goes. Uh, it was really smooth run, actually. Uh, Jay, are you back on yet? I can hear you. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm having some connectivity issues. No, no, I, I, I can hear you, man. So what I was saying is uh, I, I was just talking about the convention and the logistics of it. It wound up being in two separate areas in the mall. So going into it, man, I was like, uh, I've never, I've never, first of all, I've never done anything in a mall before like like that. Uh, so it, it was, you know, a little, little challenging to begin with. But then when I was told, you know, the week before that it was going to have to be in two separate areas going into it. Like I was, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't worried sick about it because I'm a pro and I'll figure it out. But I, I had, I had concerns and I was really pleasantly surprised by actually how good and how smooth it went. And uh, it was, a, it was a really cool time. And Kevin Nash was super cool. Uh, the Dudleys were there. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, people came out big time for both of those guys for both, uh, Team 3D and Kevin Nash, they both had uh, real big lines throughout the day. Uh, the Dudley one, uh, because, you know, you know, Kevin comes around a lot more than they do because they just recently got back together. So, I mean, their line was, was, was real long, and they definitely enjoyed themselves. I heard Bully talk about it on Busted Open and his, his show uh, after dark as well. So those guys had a good time. Everyone in there had a great time. They were, it was cool, too, because it was a 90s uh, cosplay contest as well. Uh, we didn't really get to do the contest because we couldn't have – we wanted them not be able to have a microphone in a, in a mall, and I, I get it. But just the, the visual of 15 different guys dressed up as, you know, Dudleys, the Hardys, the Sandman, like all these different characters, and they're just, like, walking through the mall. Like, imagine imagine this being at the mall on a Saturday. You're shopping with your husband and your, and your child, and you have absolutely no idea about wrestling, and all of a sudden you see all these different characters – walking down the mall, you're probably like, what the fuck is this? So it, it was really cool, man. It was, I, I really love the concept of it, and it's something I'm 5 zillion percent going to explore in the future as well. Well, I'm happy to hear that it went so well. I saw some photos, some clips. It looks like it was an absolutely unforgettable event, and I've got some people waiting on hold probably to talk to you uh, either about the convention itself or huge ISPW 25th anniversary show, huge weekend in New Jersey for fans of professional wrestling. Tommy, I'm going to jump on the line. I'm going to let some callers talk to you. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the conversation today. Up first, we have Matt from Boston. Matt, welcome to the drive with Tommy Fierro. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Um, so, hey, hey so, Matt, how are you, Matt? Hey, Jay, you're, you're yeah, do Jay, it. Sorry, Matt, real quick. Uh, Jay, your connection is still real, real, real off. Maybe you should uh, maybe switch to calling instead of the headphones. Maybe that would help. But anyhow, uh, Matt, how are you today? Yeah, good. Sounds sounds like you had a great, great, successful weekend. Happy, you know, happy for happy for you and everyone involved. Um, I, I want to mention one thing. I called in. I called in last week when Babyface Brian was was co-hosting, um, and so I wanted to just mention that. You know, I, I found your, I found this podcast through Babyface Brian 
Um, being an LJN fan, I follow his Twitter. And at some point in the last few months, he retweeted or something. And it got me onto this podcast. And goodness, what a, what a, what a find. Um, and, and Tommy, I've been, I've been working my way through all the, all the past episodes. Because um, there's like over 130 of them. I'm like, all right. I, I, you know, I've been listening, you know, the last couple of months. I got to work my way through the back episodes. And I think I got to the King Kong Bundy episode and there was talk of this pasta salad. And I, I was like, how do you, how do you get a hold of some of this pasta salad? Cause on the podcast, <laughs> it, it, you guys made it sound like the most amazing. I don't know if you remember this. This is again, I'm working, I'm working, you know, through, through all the old episodes. And I'm like, I got to get some of this pasta salad. I, I don't know. I don't know what I got to do, but the, the way you, everyone was describing it was like, it was the best thing going. <laughs> yeah. That's mama Fierro's pasta salad, man. She's uh, hey, the New Jersey famous pasta salad. If you're ever in the new, Hey, I'll tell you what, if you, uh, Matt, if you ever come down the ne- or I don't know if you ever been to an ISW show or one of our conventions in the past, but I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal right now on the airwaves. The next time, or the first time you come to either an ISPW show and or 80s wrestling con, 90s wrestling con, my store, I will personally, personally have my mother make pasta salad for you, and then you could do a review on it the following week on the podcast. How's that sound? Amazing, amazing. And I'm going to get to the store. I'm in, I'm in Boston, so I'm not too, too far. But I got a brother-in-law who lives in New Jersey, and a few weeks ago or a month or two ago when I – when I started listening to the podcast and, and I, and you know, this is amazing, Tommy, but um, I must've followed your account or something for, for a while because I went through my, my, I, I made the connection that you on the podcast is also you from the store. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. And I <laughs> yeah. DM'd you in 2020 about my, my magazines. You were soliciting for if anyone has any magazines and I, the DM was still in my, my Twitter send items. I'm like, holy cow, that's kind of small world amazing. But my brother-in-law guess, lives in New me, Jersey. Let me, let, me, let me guess. I didn't get back to you. No, 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 you did. I said, you know, I've got oh, okay, 86, cool. 87, 88. You know, I've been holding on to him forever. It might be time to let him go. And you said, if they're in, you know, good to great condition, I'd be interested. Um, and so, you know, a few weeks well, ago, I texted question, my brother-in-law. Question, I said, you, have you ever heard of this? Still have them or have not? you ever heard of this? I still have them, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I still have them because uh, I haven't made it down to your store. But my, I texted my brother-in-law and said, you know, you're just down the road from this place. Have you ever heard of this store? He's a huge wrestling guy too. And he texts sure. me back and he goes, oh, my God, no, but I know where my next bonus is going. And I'm like, hell, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be there right with you. And, and we're, we're going to check this place out and buy some stuff. So, anyway – a long, long-winded story, but connecting all these dots and, um, you know, I, I've worked my way back through the episodes where Babyface Brian was um, Brian the Brain, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I, like, I, I'm catching up on everything now because I'm just rolling through them one after the other, and I'm like, what a great Babyface turn for Brian. That was, that was perfect, however that, however that worked out. He's, he's Babyface Brian. So, anyway... Um, you know, I'm glad you guys had a great successful weekend. I got to get down to your store. That pasta salad's on, on on my on my bucket list now. So, um, awesome, you know, man. that's thank where you, I'm thank at. You so, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And and actually, I don't know if you heard. Uh, I believe I said it on the the podcast last week or the week before. On Black Friday, we're actually rebranding our store. It's going to be go. It's going to go from the Wrestling Collector to the Rock and Wrestling Collector. We're gonna 
also have a bunch of uh, music memorabilia in the store as well. So it'll be super cool. That's going to drop on Black Friday here at the Wrestling Collector. It's going to be the rock and wrestling collector. So, so your your main objective here is to basically get all my money, apparently, because wrestling Absolutely. and music are like, that's it. That's where all my disposable income goes. Hey, man, listen, I'm, 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 I'm a business guy, right? So if you don't like wrestling, chances are you're not ever going to step foot in my store, whereas the entire world loves music. So it just it branches off, and, they, and, 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 it, and, it, and it goes hand in hand, right? Because rock and wrestling back in, you know, 85, where it all came together with, you know, Cindy Lauper and Wendy Richter and MTV. So it's a nice tie-in. To be cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped for it. Thanks, dude. I did, to be cool. And like I said, the store is only part of the – Puzzle here in New Jersey. We have, like I said, 90s Wrestling Con, 80s Wrestling Con, ISPW, and I got some other stuff in the works as well, man. So, like I said, anytime you can get to anything, uh, the first time, let me know. Send me a DM on Twitter, and I promise you, I will have my mom's famous pasta salad <laughs> waiting for you for a review the following show, my friend. Sounds good. Sounds good. So um, I'm not sure if Jay's still reconnecting, but I'll, I'll end on this. Uh, or two, two quick things. I want to. I, I don't know Babyface Brian. I only know him from Twitter. You know, I love LJNs and I followed his Twitter for a while. But I recently, you know, I had I commissioned him to do. He does a great job at painting, repainting these figures, and he commissioned he does, me he a does. a Macho Man and a and a Ricky Steamboat with their WrestleMania three attire because that was that was right. what hit home for me. And he. You know, he did a, a, a great job, and, you know, it's the quintessential, you know, a great product at a fair price. I couldn't be happier, and so I, I felt it was worth a quick little plug. You know, I don't, I don't know if he's starting a business, wants to do more. Maybe, maybe I'm saying a little too much, committing him to something I shouldn't, but he did great work. I just thought it was, I thought it was worth mentioning, uh, you know, to your listeners. Yeah, man, I definitely, and, and I'm sure he's on, he's on hold as well, so we'll, we'll get him the. Uh, plug his Twitter page again. He he came up la- he came up this past year for 80s Wrestling Con, and he actually I'm I'm actually looking at it as I'm talking to you right now on my desk at the store a real cool Roddy Piper uh, painted custom. So you know when I get him on, I, I'll let him drop his information for anyone out there that might be yeah. interested in that. But listen, man, I, I know I didn't get to talk to you last week because I was barred from my own show, but uh, it's nice to talk <laughs> to you this week, man, and uh, and I look forward to. Uh, connecting with you again and i appreciate you going back and listening to all those past episodes man there's a lot of information there a lot of cool stuff and i man i'm 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 flattered that you're you know that you like the show so much that you're going back and listening to all the old episodes and hopefully your team tommy over team jumping jay yeah, the, the past episodes are great. I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I've uh, you know got my allegiance solidified. I'm, I'm still I'm still uh, got one <laughs> one leg on each side of that fence. Um, hey, hey, listen, but, to that. Um, I'm I'm team I'm team Jumpin' Jay over Team Tommy. I always tell everyone Jumpin' Jay is the host of Eighties Wrestling the podcast, and I'm his sidekick. I, it, that's just the way it is. It's his podcast. There you go. We'll we'll, right, we'll right, see right, what the right, we'll right, see jump, what the pasta. Right, Jumpin' Jay. Jump in, Jay, I know you're back there. It's your podcast, right? Ah, he must be he might still be having technical okay. difficulties. So, yeah, uh, you know, I was going to say maybe we'll let the pasta salad decide my allegiances at the end of the day. <laughs> hey, listen, if, if it's up to that, brother, your team Tommy for life. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, right, man, well, listen, when Jay's reconnecting, I'll, I'll, up there in Boston. I'll, yeah, I will. Thank, thanks a lot, and uh, hopefully you can get some, some other callers on here. Yeah, man. Have a good one, brother. All right, you too. All right.
Yeah, man. So listen, I'm 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 running the ship today. Jump and Jay cannot figure out a way how to get that connection not broke. So he's just he's manning the phone lines. So what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to go over here right now and take a nice sip of water because Jump and Jay got me working overtime today with all this talking. Next up from New York, longtime caller of the show, good friend of the show, uh, firefighter Brian. Brian, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast special ISPW and 90s Wrestling Con episode. How are you today, sir? Good, good morning, Tommy. How are you, pal? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm good, man. I'm over here putting uh, – Jumpin' Jay's got me doing some overtime here today. He's got me doing all the talking. He's going to sit back. He's probably got an LIT in his hand with his legs up on the couch listening to the conversation while I do all the heavy lifting. Hey, listen, man, you did uh, almost none of the lifting last week, so I guess you're making up for lost time. Hey, real quick, Brian, I think you just hit the nail on the head. I think I think that Jumping Jay is a little upset that I bet uh, my spot last week on the podcast uh, with that giant spread that they didn't cover, and this is payback for me abandoning Jumping Jay last week. That's what I think. Well, you know what, Tommy? Uh, you know, a week eight, you know who your team is playing, right? Uh, listen, I, I was at the game Monday night. I don't even want to know who they're playing next week. I, I was at the game. Well, the entire, listen, three quarters of the stadium emptied out after the third quarter. It was, it was, it was horrible, horrible. And, and let me tell you something. That's where well, you, you, your team is playing my team, okay? They're the Battle of the Meadowlands, okay? And, um, you know, uh, a challenge will be made as week eight approaches. So uh, you got it. your team will be playing my team. Uh, so who knows? You could be doing this all over again in about a month. But uh, that, I'll <laughs> hey, tell listen, you. I will take that bet against the Jets. I will take that bet against the Jets. It's on, it's on uh, October 29th, actually. I know the date of it already. So I will. I am accepting that bet. Uh, and, and guess what? There's no spread. This is straight up. This is two New York teams going at it. May the best team That's win. That's fine. That's fine. That's oh. fine. So if I win, I co-host a show. Now, if you win, what do you get? You you, na- you name it, I'll do it. How, how's that? Okay, so if, here, I, I got it already. So if I win, Go I, if you win, you're, you're the co-host for the week with Jump and Jay, right? If you okay. lose... I'm gonna. I want you to call up that day, and you got to sing the Russian national anthem. Fine with me. That that's that's easy. Fine with me. Yeah, you know that is that is. Let me think of something. Let me think of something better than that. Let me think of something better than that. I I tell you what. I'll give you the answer next week on the podcast. All right, sounds good. Hey, listen, I love the whole back. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you would probably, you'd probably, sing, you'd probably sing the the Russian National Anthem right now if I asked you to. Um, maybe if I had, if you offered me, you know, a joint or Come on. Come on. But, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, no, I give you, listen, I said this in the beginning of my call uh, last week. I gave you a lot of credit. I think everybody, including Brian, would have said, uh, would have understood if you said, let me make good on my bet next week. Let me push my big show, 25, you know, ISPW 25, 90s Wrestling Con, big weekend. 
but you decided to honor your vet, and I really, uh, it's a classy move. And uh, you know what? I thought, you know, putting, you know, ISPW 25, 90s Wrestling Con, plus the LJN was a little too much to fit into one hour. But you know what? You guys made it work. And it was, uh, and, and let me tell you something, Tommy. You might have lost a bet, but you came out, uh, you came out smelling like a rose. Because I don't know if you heard the whole show. Brian did nothing but drop one free plug after another, after another, after another. Okay, you'd think he had stake in the wrestling collector and ISPW the way he free-plugged the living daylights out of you. So he was, uh, you know, I'm big on sportsmanship. The only thing worse than a sore <laughs> loser is an, obnoxious, is an obnoxious winner. And he was anything but. He was, uh, he really put your, uh, your, your promotion and your store and everything you have over. And I saw um, your, uh, I saw the opening. To, to the show, I loved how you brought out all the wrestlers because um, you know it was uh, you, you thanked them and uh, you, I saw I saw the end um, a lot going on and I saw the main event a lot going on um, but you have one thing is for sure you have and I've seen your your faithful you have a very devoted fan base and what I really like about what you do, Tommy is. You respect K-5, and I think any promotion from a national, international, independent, whatever, if they really want to get a, a following, follow K-5, because that's what the fans have been aching for for so long. And I love how, you know, you always have the heels come out first, um, except if, unless they're a champion. You know, I've told you, I've done some ring announcing. If the champion's coming out first, I always sell it saying, by the champion's request, he's elected to come out first. So, and you honor that stuff, which was what I really like about you. So my, uh, my question for you, um, and then, uh, you know, you get to the next caller. Um, but I want you to put your memory cap on here. Now, I know that J.R. Ryder, guys like Judas, guys I hadn't heard of in years, Judas Priest, J.R. Ryder, all made appearances. Now, J.R. Ryder made me I, think, I wish, now, listen, in the I wish, summer, I wish. Yeah, I wish Judas, I wish Judas Priest did. I would have had a lot more people there. That's Judas Young. Oh, did I say Judas Priest? <laughs> I, I, I wish Judas Priest was there, but I would, I would, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be swimming in the money today. Hey, let me tell you something. In a perfect world, Judas Judas Young would draw like Judas Priest. Judas was a <laughs> hell of a hand back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and uh, very surprised was. that you know he he really didn't you know. Uh, just burst through. He, it just really didn't materialize. A lot, a lot of the guys, you know, from that era, uh, Wolverine, tons of guys, uh, but uh, Iceman. Uh, but um, I wanted to ask you, uh, J.R. Ryder made me remember something I haven't thought of in years. In the summer of 99, wrestling was so hot that MTV devoted a whole week to wrestling. And they did a TRL that Monday um, inviting wrestlers from all over to audition to be on the show. Were any of your guys involved in that that you remember? Uh, that I remember, uh, no. Um, that's not to say that they weren't. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I don't remember at that right. time. I, I do remember, I'll tell you a quick story, since I'll piggyback over what you just said. Uh, when and I might have told I might have told this story on the podcast a long time ago. I'm not sure, but I'll do a real quick retake of it. So, 
uh, The Wrestler, the movie The Wrestler with, with Mickey Rourke. So when they were about to, now before it became this big, you know, thing in the movies and I nominated for these Academy Awards, it was just supposed to be a documentary at first, and he was getting trained by Off of the Wild Samoan. And at the time, WXW, which was his promotion, and my promotion, ISPW, we were doing a back-and-forth invasion type of gimmick. So we would go there, he would come here, et cetera. So when they were going to do some shows for the movie The Wrestler, that to film it for the movie, again, at the time it was a documentary, uh, they had uh, this weekend book, and, and we were going to do something. That was going to be the hill you know, the outside hill manager for, for my team in the, in the movie. And then the next day was something else too. But at the time, you know, this was just getting off the ground. So there really wasn't any money involved in it. And at the time I was a bartender, man. And on the Friday and Saturday, you know, I'm making, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars And I, and I was a lot younger then. So I couldn't like turn that money down to do that for the weekend. Sure. So I had to turn it down and then, I wound up having a second chance of being in The Wrestler when uh, uh, Evan Ginsberg, the associate producer, he, he called me up and I was going to be the uh, play-by-play announcer for, for one of the matches. And I couldn't do that either because it was literally the day before one of my wrestling conventions. So I would have had to have gone to the city for the day. And I was, I, I, for my conventions, man, I get there the day before, so I was setting up. So I couldn't do that either. So I didn't have one. But I had two opportunities to be in the movie The Wrestler, and I turned both of them down. And that's like one regret that I have is that I really wish I would have uh, done either one of those, either have been outside the ring manager or it would have, it would have been cooler to be the even cooler to be the play-by-play announcer for it. But it just goes to show like you never know what's gonna pop up. Like my phone when I get off this podcast right now, you know, for, and at this point, right, you're you're. When you're in, like, this is New Jersey, right? So, like, you do, you know, someone in the tri-state area is doing something, whether it be a movie guy or something like that. Well, who's the wrestling guy in this area? Okay. So, you, 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 well, my, the moral of the story is, and, and to go back to what you're going to say, is, like, you never know who's going to call, when they're going to call, and yep. what they're going to call about. So, it's, it's cool. Like I said, my phone can ring. Since I got the phone, you just, you just never know. If you, if you, and if you were at Asia's Wrestling Con uh, this past May, I, I never even said this. Uh, this would be the first time I'm saying this, but anyone that was at 80s Wrestling Con, and you, you might have saw me, I was getting followed around all day long with a camera crew, and they saw a camera crew there. They're working on, uh, they're, someone's working on a documentary, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure if it's going to get picked up. I'm not sure if it's getting picked up or not, but it, it, it's something that fell into my lap. So when you're in this, when you're in that position where you're doing so much stuff, a lot of times opp- opportunities just fall into your lap. So while I don't remember that, uh, I, it could have happened, but I'll be sure to uh, – I'll ask around because I'm curious about that. I'm, I want to see who was in part yeah. of that. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, I mean, it was 24 years ago, so it's all, I don't expect you to remember off the top of your head, but I remember J.R. Yeah, no, but I, I remember the, I remember the project. I remember the project. Yeah. Yeah, I remember J.R. Ryder was on it, and then the short thing, John Shane was his manager, and uh, they had a few, a bunch of other guys, guys from the Long Island Wrestling Federation. It was a pretty cool thing, so I figure maybe uh, Tommy or his guys were on it. But, uh, yeah, listen, we, uh, we've been talking a little while, so I'll let you get to the next call, but I'll just say, you know, I look forward to hopefully talking to you next Thursday. 
and again, you know, you uh, I've seen, listen, guys, I've seen Tommy at work, you know, at a store and, and everything else. And, you know, listen, you're the busiest. Uh, the, the, you got James Brown has nothing on you. You're the hardest working man. <laughs> so, uh, you. you know, listen, you get, you, you're very blessed. You get, you, you know, you're doing, you, you're making money, doing something you love. And, uh, you know, it's the, the the old line, do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, you say you work very hard, but it pays off, and, uh, you know, we've got a lot of it. I saw you in action at, uh, listen, all you were doing at uh, 80s Wrestling Con, you still made time to say hello to everybody. So, uh, you know, you're, uh, so listen, uh, uh, congratulations on everything. Good luck in the future. And, uh, Jay, good talking to you, Jay. And uh, I will uh, I believe Jay's talk back. Are you back, can, Jay? Can you gentlemen hear me okay? I can hear you. We can hear now you. We can, yeah. See, listen, man. As soon now as we... I heard, as soon as I heard, Tommy was gambling away the co-host spot again. I got the IT guy up here ASAP and said, "You got to get me reconnected." <laughs> He's gambling away the precious co-host spot again. Okay, get, get ready, Jay. Get ready because I'm coming <laughs> after week eight. I can't. Yeah, let me, I, I'm. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. My team's gonna have it figured out by week eight, and we're gonna be able to win. So uh, there, there we go. So let's guys have a good one, and I will hopefully talk to you next week. All right. Sounds Take good, care, Brian. Thank, Thank you, so you sir. Right. Tommy, you're doing a heck of a job, Tommy. You're carrying this show. I should have just stayed unconnected and listening. I was enjoying the conversation very much. Well, listen, it's, it's great to hear your voice again, and uh, at least we can have the, the, the last 30 minutes together. That's right, and we got some calls stacked up. I think a couple people may have been in attendance to the show. Some people just calling in, I think, just want to just talk to you. Up next is an unknown number uh, to the podcast. Either it's a first-time caller or, like we found out earlier, my bookkeeping is not always the best. It appears to be a 609, which would be a West Coast area code. Caller, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're live with Tommy oh, Fierro. Yo, what's up, guys? Caller, don't even caller, don't even speak yet. If it's this is six oh nine, brother, this is Dirty Jersey six oh nine up in Jay. What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, you know who I this fit. is, Tommy, right? I, I don't know who is this. Come on, Tommy. Where's my posters at? I got I got work to do, man. <laughs> it's Justin. Oh, Justin, Justin. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Justin Jay, this is uh, Justin. He is one of our faithful ISPW regulars, and not only that, but he works behind the scenes in ISW. He uh, he goes to the towns and, and puts posters up, and also he runs our TikTok page. So it's cool to have a first-hand uh, perspective and a first-time caller uh, to the podcast. I'm sure he can tell you all about this weekend firsthand because he was uh, at both events. Absolutely. So for me, my uh, my experience is different than like the, uh, the, the the regular fan, you know, because the regular fan shows up right before the bell time and everything, you know, just they, they get to see, you know, the, the product, you know, when it's perfection, you know, like when it's live, um, you know, me and my buddy Brent, we show up early to the events, you know, basically, where every time he needs a hand, we offer a hand um, this past weekend actually was a really cool experience for me personally. Uh, I got to be part of uh, Vicious Vicky's new entrance theme. Um, I also got to film Joey Ace's uh, match against Leo Sparrow. And I also got to film Joey Ace's uh, promo 
when he was in the uh, the ring with uh, Ace Darling and uh, Andy Weinberg. So for me, that was literally the first time in my life that I ever got to step foot into a ring, which was uh, <laughs> that was a huge moment for me. Um, you know, but so hold on one second, like, Justin. That's nothing. That's nothing compared to what you're about to tell them. So jump in, Jay. That's cool that he got to he got to do all that, right? Now the next what? day, the next day oh. he had a one-on-one experience like none other because he got to work so, one-on-one with Kevin Nash the next day. Yeah, so I I got to be the lucky guy um, between again me and my buddy Brent. Um, you know, we got to stand there. We were the the ticket holders. So I literally spent the whole day right next to Nash. Um, you know, I got to shoot the shit with them a little bit. Um, you know, even next to the Dudleys, I got to interact with them a little bit. Um, but just to be able to be right there to have that experience, you know, like he, we're like we're telling fans about it, you know, like what we're doing, this and that and whatnot. And they're just like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing. You know, and we're just like, yeah, hell yeah, it is. You know, like this is an experience that because of what Tommy Fierro does, you know, allows me and others to also be included in, you know, such a, a, a great time. Um, you know, but I just want to jump back to, uh, to the 25th anniversary. Um, first of all, Tommy, I want to congratulate you, man. I mean, 25 years in the business, like that's, you know, incredible. Like, I'm sure that there's not many actually, people that can actually, actually 30, say that. 30, 30 years, actually, oh, but 25 years. Excuse was, me. Excuse I, me. Yes. Yeah. You got it, man. So, you know, and, and it shows, you know, the product that you put on, um, you know, the, the, the lights that you had at the 25th anniversary, the energy that you bring, um, you know, it, it bounces off everybody. It even bounces off the wrestlers. Like when these guys come out and they, they put their all into it, you know. So it's just one of those things where once you step into that arena, like, the, like that's all it is. It's just pure wrestling. It's fun. Um, it's exciting. Uh, you make new friends along the way. Uh, shout out to the Front Row Mafia, even though we're arch nemesis. <laughs> Um, you know, that's a great group of guys there, too. Um, but the talent that, that Tommy brings in, um, it's just, it's phenomenal. I mean, you've got guys like Joey Ace, Ray Kalitri, you know, like Leo Sparrow, GKM. I mean, these guys are just up-and-coming guys that just have so much talent that, you know, like they, they're getting put on the map. Um, and because of the, the shows that Tommy puts on and the production that goes into it, like, it just really gives everybody like that much more, um, you know, it just amplifies everything, um, you know, so, so, you know, I just wanted to give a shout out to you, Tommy. Um, I, I know that I, I tell you all the time, I can't really uh, get on the phone because I'm at work, but, you know, I figured today I, I saw you posted about 25th anniversary show and the nineties con. So I just wanted to throw that out there, um, but I got to get back to work um, real quick though. I also want to mention vicious Vicky, um, her new gimmick, uh, is just something out of this world. Um, it's just, it has that, that dark feeling to it. The music when it hits, the fog, the lights, like everything that goes into this. And again, that just goes to show like the talent that Tommy brings into this, like they genuinely care and they want to put on such a show for the fans that they keep coming back. And week after week, month after month, year after year, you see that. And that really shows, like, you know, what Tommy has, what he's done with ISPW is just something special. And, uh, you know, I think I speak for most of the fans, but we really appreciate everything you do for us, Tommy. Um, you know, just keep doing it. And uh, hopefully you got another 25 years or more inside of you, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, man, thank you so much, Justin, for all your kind words and all your hard work and ISPW. And, and, and one final thing, because I know you have to get back to work. 
Uh, just text me your address because the text in the mail for, uh, for this call. Thank you, sir. I oh, appreciate it, Tommy. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Have a good one. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. I appreciate you guys too, man. Thank you. Man, what a call. So you got Justin from Jersey, who's officially the newest member of Kevin Nash's Wolfpack, and all he wants to do is put over ISPW, Tommy. That tells you what kind of night ISP 25 must have been. Yeah, man, it was awesome. The The main event uh, was for the ISPW heavyweight title. It was Richard Holiday with uh, Dave LaGreca in his corner taking on the superstar, Danny Morrison, who, you know, is the heart and soul of, of ISPW. And and uh, the stipulation was if Danny lost, he would have to retire uh, from professional wrestling. Danny wound up winning the match, capturing the ISPW heavyweight title for the second time. Uh, afterwards, Dave LaGreca grabs the microphone, tells Danny, you know, I know we've had our differences in the past. Uh, you know I used to be your guy. So you know I'm proud of you. And I want to be your manager again. And, you know, Danny agrees, and they, they reunite. And Danny turns around, and he gets low-blowed by Dave LaGreca. And then Dave LaGreca grabs the microphone and says, let me introduce you to my newest client, cashing in his golden ticket, Ray Kalitri. So Kalitri comes out with the briefcase, grabs the microphone, says, I've been waiting since 80s wrestling conference, this very moment, this is where I knew I was going to cash in. Anyone in that locker room that has a problem with it, speak now or forever hold your peace. About 30 seconds of dead air, and all of a sudden, Rick Recon's music hits, comes out, makes a surprise return, and it was of energy. The whole night uh, was energy, and, and, and I believe it was Brian at the top said about at the beginning of the show, uh, the whole locker room came out, and we we just kicked it off. Usually, you know, it, it's something different because usually when an entire locker room comes out at the start of the show, you know this from being a wrestling fan your whole life, Jay. It's not usually good news. So I wanted to uh, I wanted to do that just because it was a party, right? So it's a 25th anniversary. Let's kick off with everyone for at least five minutes. Go out there and break your character go out there and, and, and let the fans know how much you appreciate them being there. And, and it came off really, really cool. I believe I posted it on, on the uh, Instagram page and, and, and Facebook as well. So, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a moment, Jay, that I will never, ever forget. Yeah, that was a clip that uh, you sent me, and so I was able to see all those wrestlers come out and then the ISPW chants that rained down upon you as you stood in the center of that ring. What a special moment. And I actually was able to see the main event and the aftermath thanks to our next caller who sent me the clip, and so I got to see it all. Uh, And I was on pins and needles watching the end kind of play out there and twists and turns. Uh, but up next is the guy who sent me that clip, longtime friend of the show, guest co-host last week, and I know he's a Tommy Fierro guy, Babyface Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jay, and uh, congratulations on last weekend, Tommy. Uh, looks like you had a ton of success, and I just wanted to uh, uh, just real quickly just say that I watched that, and I passed it on to Jay. And you've got all these balls in motion. And so I just wanted to throw out there to anybody that uh, hasn't checked out ISPW on YouTube yet, 
follow them and kind of watch this story. Tommy's been telling a story this last couple years, and you've got all these major players that at the end of ISPW 25, they kind of came together, and you had uh, Rick Recon making a return. Now there's probably going to be some uh, some kind of – uh, at least one, two, three matches between him and Ray Kalitri because Ray, Ray, uh, Rick Recon and Ray Kalitri fought to the back. Uh, former champion Bull James came out to uh, help Danny Morrison, and lo and behold, Bull James took out Danny Morrison with a chair while Maven helped Danny Morrison's son and forced him to watch. So if you've been watching a show called uh, the wrestlers on uh, on Netflix, and you see how an independent promotion can have a storyline that is uh, is living and goes on and keeps people coming back month by month. If you kind of follow Tommy's p- uh, promotion on ISPW Wrestling on YouTube, you can see how a guy that's been in this business 30 years is able to keep people coming back every every few weeks, every couple weeks, and seeing his promotion grow and change and uh, the wheels that are turning and all these independent prom- uh, wrestlers that are on ISPW that are – building their careers through Tommy and uh, and trying to, you know, basically uh, hone their craft, learn their art, move up in the world of pro wrestling. And I'm just excited for you that you've got all these uh, things in motion and you're you're creatively getting to uh, do what you love doing. And you've got now the, the potential of uh, Bull James, former champ. My guess is he'll be up first on uh, Danny Morrison's list of challengers but uh, we'll have to wait and see what what happens it's just kind of cool to be out in california and all the way across the country see what's going on with uh with tommy's promotion so again congratulations i won't take too much of your time but i just want to say job well done and great job uh and, and you know i'm looking forward to see what happens next out in ispw for you tommy hey man listen thank you so much for for all your kind words hey i want to ask you real quick now, out where you're at, now I know I obviously know there's a, a ton of independent promotions out in California as well. Anything near you that you ever go to as far as independent wrestling shows? I, I don't think I've ever asked that question. I'm just curious if you have a local promotion out there by you, like ISW, that you either go to or follow their product, and if so, what's the name of it, and who are some of the guys that they use? You know, there really isn't. So I'm in, uh, uh, we're in Northern California, um, basically between uh, Sacramento and the next biggest city is Redding. So it, there's nothing like your store. There's nothing like your promotion. Um, I'm guessing that there's some, some stuff that might go on in Sacramento, but really nothing that, uh, that is going on like what you do. And there's, there's not, you know, not to, uh, uh, just keep lauding it on, but I don't think there's a ton of guys out there that um, have the commitment to and the creativity to keep doing what you're doing all these years. So, um, like I say, you see, oh, it, it, I'm comparing OVW and uh, and uh, Al Snow is probably the best uh, thing I could say is if people are falling in love with that show and seeing what he's doing, you've got something you've been doing that's very similar. Uh, in New Jersey where you've got this um, you're, you've got a talent pool that's with you. You've got a team that you're working with and you're building storylines that are people, you know, keep people coming back. So it's, it's more about the story than anything else. And it's something where Toto with Tom and, and the guys that are there are the better guys to talk to about it. But I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that's enjoying the Netflix show. Keep an eye on what Tommy's doing. It's a, it's a very similar thing as far as I'm concerned, as far as, uh, 
uh, you got an 80s kid uh, making good on his own promotion and uh, building a story over there that's uh, keeping people and getting youth involved. You're getting a new generation of wrestling fans that's going and is excited to be there. And you see it in all the uh, on all the YouTube videos that you have where you've got kids jumping down, up and down, excited to see wrestling. And, and that's what you need is to keep, uh, keep, you know, keep rejuvenating the business. So again, I'll, uh, I'll let some other guys talk, but uh, thanks for what you do, Tommy. I'm sure I'll talk to you again very soon. Hey man, thank you so much, Brian. And, and I appreciate all, oh, I did get a chance to listen to last week's podcast and you did a fantastic job and appreciate all your kind words last week and this week as always. And uh, it's super cool to know that, Someone in Chico, California, is an avid watcher of ISPW, man. You made my day. Thank you so much, brother. Take care, Tommy, and talk to you soon, Jay. Bye-bye. All right, Tommy, are you ready to take on the next caller? Oh, yeah. We've got leader of the front row boxing himself, Totowa Tom. Tom, good morning, sir. Jumping Jim, can you please step aside and let the adults talk for a second? Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, you are the founder yes, and promoter uh, of ISPW. I am the greatest fan ever of ISPW. Those are your words, not mine. I just want they, you to understand. Are. I want you to understand something. There's an elephant in the room. We W are at war. I don't know what the heck happened at ISPW 25, but that invasion from that rogue organization in New York City sent me over the ledge. I basically had to be held back from the front row as I saw what transpired in front of my eyes. Joey Ace, an ISPW veteran, right, somebody who I could care less about. I actually think he's garbage along with his best friend Ray Kalitri. Yeah, they're great wrestlers and all. Yeah, they're good looking. Yeah, they've got everything I don't have. But guess what? They're cheaters, and I've been on those guys' ass for over a year. But when another company from New York comes into the ring and starts attacking our own people, including our ring announcer, okay, including the referee who had a, who almost got hurt, his shoulder, I, I think he hurt himself, that's where I draw the line. And I just want every single member of ISPW, everyone on that roster, whether I was in your face this whole year or not, guess what? Tom and the Front Row Mafia have everyone back in this war with this company, Wimps of Wrestling or whatever it is that they call themselves. And I'm just putting that promotion on notice. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any comments on that. But anything else about the anniversary show, I'd love to talk about. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk about Richard Holiday. Let's talk about Bull James. Let's talk about Leo Sparrow. I mean, great performances from everyone. Let's talk about Danny Morrison. Danny Morrison is the new ISPW Heavyweight Champion. Guess what, Danny? You deserved it. You earned it. I'll be in your corner rooting for you. From here on out, I also don't understand why nobody from the back came out to help Danny when his son was being held down by Maven. That was a disgrace. Wrestling Con, 90s Wrestling Con, awesome event. 
Tommy, you, you killed it again. And um, I, I think that if you do another one, it'll be just as successful. And if you could do two of these a year, 80s Wrestling Con, 90s Wrestling Con, awesome. That's all I have to say. Goodbye. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you so much. Uh, a, a quick call by Tony with Tom. He, he, he must have to... Uh, he must have to go to his lunch break at his job. He never he never bounces off the phone line that quick. Tom, thank you so much as always, and everyone, thank you so much. Anyone that came out this weekend, I might be listening and just didn't call up. Uh, either you came to eighties wrestling, uh, nineties wrestling con, or uh, ISW twenty five. Thank you so much for all your support last weekend. It was super cool, uh, very eventful, man, and. It's a, it's a lot of work, but when it pays off the way it paid off, like this past last weekend, that's when it's worth it, you know? And Jay, are you there? It seems like jumping Jay is once again. Tommy, you there? Off. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, here. I'm, here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Listen, I'm I was here. just saying to myself with the microphone muted, um, I know you had a huge weekend. Running back-to-back huge events takes a lot of time, takes a lot of energy, a lot of planning, and then a lot of execution days up. But as you're a few days removed, looking back, what is one or two special moments, really cool things that you'll carry with you uh, for the rest of your life? That's a, a great question, and I, and I appreciate that. Um, I think the first one would be having all the wrestlers around the ring at the start of the show, and, and I'm going to double check if I didn't, if I didn't post it. I'm going to post it on ISW social media today. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on there. So anyone that wants to know what I'm talking about, just go to ISPW Wrestling's Facebook or, or Instagram page. And uh, if it's not posted, I'll post it. But at the beginning, the whole you know locker room, past and present, was around the ring, and every single person in the building was standing. And the music was playing, and you could just see me. I'm literally in the ring, and I'm walking around the entire ring and shaking every single guy's hand and thanking them for all they did for ISW. Because, I, I listen, I'm not ISPW. Those guys are ISW. The guys that go in the ring and entertain themselves and bust their asses for the fans, I'm just a guy with a vision, right? I just, you know. We all have our own jobs, man. Uh, they can't be promoters, or some of them could be. Uh, or, you know, and I can't be a wrestler. So it goes hand in hand. So I, I don't take any any of those guys or anyone for granted because I can have the smartest wrestling mind in the world, and I can have, you know, venues out the kazoo. But if I have no one to go in the wrestling ring and put on entertaining matches for the fans, I'm dead in the water because I can't physically or capably do that. Much like some of these guys, they can go out there and, and make all these deals, all these venues and run shows and get sponsors and, you know, and, and do fundraisers and stuff like that. So it's hand in hand. And, uh, you know, they were all out there and they were showing their appreciation and I was showing them back my appreciation. And it was a really special moment, man. My mom was in the crowd. My wife and daughter was in the crowd. My, you know, my friends were in the crowd. And it was a real, real, real special moment, man. And it's one that I will never, ever, ever forget. And then I guess my biggest uh, thing I'll take out of 90s Wrestling Con is that uh, always believe 
in yourself and, and what you're capable of doing. Because going into it, like I said, at the start of the show, uh, I was talking about how going into that convention, I had an uneasy feeling. I didn't mm-hmm. like that it wasn't all in one room. Uh, so that, therefore, that shows me right there that I need to adapt to change because I did, and it ran so smoothly, man, that I am so excited to bring that concept back to that mall and possibly several other ones. So it taught me a valuable lesson, even at 46 years old, is that if you got to go with your gut, right? So my gut said it was going to be cool as shit. And then, you know, plans got changed. And I thought that the restructuring logistically was going to be a disaster and it wound up being awesome, way better than I uh, originally anticipated it was going to be. And uh, yeah, man, it's, I guess, I guess that the, 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 what I'll take away from that is that anything is possible if you put your mind to it and you believe in what you're doing, uh, anything is possible. So I think that is my two biggest things coming out of this weekend. Now, that concept that I did this past weekend has now opened up uh, further uh, ideas and opportunities for me, which I'm going to be exploring very, very soon. So you might see some more wacky stuff pop up <laughs> with me adding uh, even more on to my already crazy plate. But, hey, man, that's what we do, right? Like, that's, like I, I didn't sign up to, you know, to sell stamps or, or, or coins. I signed up to be a wrestling promoter. And not that many people that are not currently uh, under contract with WWE or AEW or one of these major promotions not that many of them can say that they're making a full-time living in the wrestling business. And, you know, all my little pieces together, whether it be the store, whether it be ISW, 80s Wrestling Con, 90s Wrestling Con, these other projects I'm about to start playing around with, it's like, you know, to, to be able to, and, and, and this goes from a, a few callers back about, you know, doing what I love. Uh, you know, there's, there's times, man, where a lot of people don't know the stuff that, goes behind the scenes uh, that doesn't make you want to love it. And there's a lot of different things that and different avenues and angles that just the average wrestling fan has no idea about. And guess what? It's, I'm glad that you don't know about that because your job is just to come to the show when the door is open, get your hot dog, popcorn, and soda, sit down and let me entertain you and take your mind off of your problems for a couple hours. Like that's That's my job let me handle all the shit behind the scenes because there is a lot of it uh but at the end of the day man when you know you you have a reaction like you did at the anniversary show and again if i didn't post that up i will or seeing fans from literally all over the world come out and support uh your conventions um it's it's really that's what makes it all worth it um yeah man I'm, i'm just I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for uh, everyone that ever bought a ticket to one of my events, one of my conventions, ever stepped foot in my store. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I could promise you that we're just starting. That is an excellent uh, ribbon to tie on the weekend that you just had, my friend. And as I'm sitting here listening to you talk about the mall the Rockaway Mall convention and how it was separated and how that was something you had to overcome, but you stepped up to the challenge and it ended up working out better than, than maybe you had anticipated. I got to 
just from an onlooker, I got to imagine that what you did this weekend at the Rockaway Mall wasn't just good for wrestling fans. It wasn't just good for uh, Tommy Fierro. It had to be good for the mall. You can't tell me that the Cinnabon place didn't sell more Cinnabons because of what you were doing or that uh, <laughs> yeah, I, aunt, I was Auntie there. Anne's didn't sell more pretzels. That's, That's good for more. business. But, yeah. sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you're running that type of – if you're bringing that type of attention – to the mall the other tenants in that mall are benefiting it from it as well man so maybe your reach this weekend went further than you even give yourself credit for thank you man and and, 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 I, and i do and i do know that i mean especially in this day and age where everyone and their mother and probably me and you are guilty of this ourselves we go online and we purchase from amazon or or some website right like the mall business is is a dying breed. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are still listen. People are still going to the mall. So don't, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But it it's not like it was 15, right. 20 years ago. I remember, yep. dude, I remember on Black Friday, like after Thanksgiving at nighttime. Like I remember one year, me and my friend, we wind up, you know, sleeping in his car uh, just so we can when the doors opened at six a.m. Friday, we're in the mall doing our Christmas shopping already. So like, and, and people would just line up for for miles for a, a, a black friday tv sale and nowadays that shit doesn't exist anymore so uh finding uh opportunity to not only you know get a, a cool space to do an event in but also be able to help out that space at the same time by bringing in whether it be 500 or a thousand or two thousand people on a, on, a, on a random Saturday that's going to go to the pizzeria, that's going to go to uh, all these different stores in the mall. So it's, it's a win, 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 win. And in, in business, win, 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 win is good, right? That's right. And the other thing I want to point out to you, Tommy, you're well aware of it, but maybe some of the listeners aren't. In re- recently in, in wrestling, one of the biggest stories is the fact that Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar, has, you know, his contract expired with the WWE, and so he signed with AEW, and he appears on their show. That's one of the biggest stories in the world of pro wrestling. That individual, yeah. Adam Copeland, Edge, took time out of his schedule to jump on social media and send a shout-out to ISPW's 25th anniversary. Now, Tommy, that's got to put a smile on your face. Absolutely. Considering it was the day before uh, he debuted in AEW, that Saturday he, he texted it to me. Uh, I think I might have told this backstory too. Years ago, I was supposed to have Edge on an ISPW show in Wildwood, New Jersey. It was the summer of 99. The industry's red hot. It's the battle of the brood. It's when WWE would still let you do third-party bookings. Uh, the night before, they pulled um, – Edge had just turned babyface and got away from Gangrel. So, I mean, this is literally red hot. And uh, and they, they pulled him the day before the show and replaced Prince Albert, who was just probably on TV for a month. And no disrespect to Prince Albert, but he's not Edge. And uh, he didn't fit into the equation of that storyline because he's a heel and so is Gangrel. So they wound up adding on draws, and it just just didn't work out um, the way that obviously I would want it to, and the the fans were not happy at all. So I I was able to uh, let Edge know about that story, and uh, I think that uh, he he wanted to do something nice and, and, and sent that over to us. Uh, because I, I told him that I laughed. I said, you can hear a pin drop when, when, they, you know, when they announced that Prince Albert was taking their place. And, uh, yeah, but it's super cool. One of the biggest stars in the history of wrestling and one of the biggest stars currently in wrestling, uh, for him to do that and send me that message, it obviously 
makes us look freaking awesome that Edge mm-hmm. is congratulating us on a happy 25th anniversary. But, yeah, man, I'm extremely uh, grateful that he did that. And, uh, yeah, it, it must be cool for all my guys, too, who are wrestling in the ISW to see one of the biggest stars in wrestling say, hey, congratulations, ISW. So, yeah, it was it was really cool. That's definitely on our – I know for sure that's on our ISW wrestling social media channels. So you can definitely check that out. But, yeah, man, this is uh, after that long weekend. I got a, a few weekends to to recoup, rest, and uh, come up with the big next concept that I'm currently working on, John Day. I'm in the midst of working on it as we speak, and it's going to be a doozy. Well, I cannot wait. Uh, history has shown that Tommy – uh, delivers on big ideas. So if you say you got something cooking, I know it's going to be good, and I'm excited to hear what it is when the time is right. I'm sure you'll let all of us know. And one last thing I will say to anyone that's in the New Jersey, New York, tri-state area, or the wrestling business in general. Ooh, I like that. I would never do that, sir. I got all my chips on you. Well, you know what? Who is going to bet against me is uh, – is firefighter Brian? So now yeah. I, I put I put my co-host I put my co-host stuff on the line again, and and and, and I'm always fucking around about the don't bet against me. I'm just trying to cut a little promo. <laughs> I'm very 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 grateful and indebted to everyone. Just having a little fun. I, I can't thank you all enough for all your support over the weekend and in general. Jump a day. I hope that you and your family have a great weekend. I hope everyone at home uh, has a great weekend. And we will catch you here next week right here on 80s Wrestling, the podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.